Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, the party planned a daring raid on the Trident to attempt to retrieve the magic diadem that seems to control the Leviathan. Sindel also returned and appeared to have the powers of a phoenix. Using a water-breathing spell from Captain Honeymist, the team approaches the Trident from underwater, but finds the ship guarded from below by some of Captain Dropoff's sharkmen. Maya attempts to strike up a friendly conversation, but is interrupted by XX Bloody Heart doing what rogues do best. You should probably hang out, hang out over here. We don't want a, a nice, nice <laughs> and roll initiative. It was going so well. <laughs> Eleven. Listen, I'm a charisma heavy bard warlock. Like it's my job to try and do you that. Did. It was going fine. Yeah, this is exactly what it should have been, which was distracting them so that I can stab them. Gravely rolled a 21. I got a 20. 23, thanks to my new feet. Dang. Alarm! <laughs> alarm is no joke, man. That alarm feet. So you definitely have surprise attack in this situation, which means as your assassin, I believe every hit counts as a critical. You Dope. also have advantage against... Creatures that have not yet gone in initiative order, which neither of them have. So whoever you hit, um, there's the one we'll call the one that was just talking to Maya, Shark 1. The other one, Shark 2. Whoever um, you I hit, you can roll your attack. That's good enough. Let's call them Demeter mm-hmm. and Pavlov. You didn't give them names, so I did. Nope, that's fine. That's Maya's thing. Anyway, so I'm do, you wanna, do you want to murder Demeter or Pavlov? <laughs> yeah, Demeter, yeah. Okay. So Demeter's going to be d- dead. With sneak attack, and you're going to double roll all of those dice because critical hit. All right, 16 to hit. Hit? 12 plus 28, so call it 40. Dang. All right. 40! You know those like Shark Week videos where they discovered these sharks that like launch up out of the bottom and like launch out of the water to take out a... A sea lion. That's mm-hmm. what you do to the shark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you come up underneath and it goes whoosh. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes down hard, very, very bloodied and destroyed, but um, not completely dead. Although it doesn't seem like too much of a threat. Looks like it still has some HP left. Do you want to cunning action a thing? Uh, I will pull him off of my sword since I just skewered him. Okay. I'll pull Reaction. him out and then, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of uh, disengage, I guess. Okay. Swim, swim away a little bit, disengage. Off into the darkness, he disengages. Whoosh. That'll be Gravely's turn. So they don't know any of you are down there, so I guess they would be surprised by anyone but Maya. So Gravely, this will be your turn, and they're in the surprised condition. All right. While I'm floating up, I'm going to bonus action cast Hunter's Mark on the other one. Pavlov. <clears throat> Pavlov. <laughs> sure, I don't know that. And uh, I'm going to shoot it um, twice with my longbow, but I'm also going to use my sharpshooter feet 
and take a negative five to try to get more damage. You're shooting arrows underwater. That's a whole thing. I'm going to say that ex- at least gives you disadvantage or negates advantage on the shooting of arrows. All right. 15. Hit. Oof. That'll be 23. Ouch. Cold damage. I'm going to do uh, ice with my elemental arrow. What do you say for that? I don't know if uh, we've been cold yet. Chill out. <laughs> All right, I'm going to Schwarzenegger. You get it? Like, like Batman forever? Yeah, it's good. That's- Chill out. Everybody stay cool. All right. uh, and then the other one is uh, 15 as well. Hit. Also 23. Dang. So I think 46 they were both 23. points of damage. All right. It hits by two arrows and that um, shark just starts to sink. Seems no, to be. I don't know what a shark would do. I think they would sink and then float. Who knows? You know, it's not going to it's not going to bite you. And Tiburon's turn. Unless Gravely has anything else to do. Yep, that's my turn. I'll continue to float up. Um, and Tiburon's turn. We're still on the bottom holding the cannonball. Well, I'm going to let go of the cannonball and kind of like start swimming up to gain some momentum. And then once I see a shark that's not bleeding profusely and clearly dead, I'm going to go for that shark man and try and stem with my sword. All right, roll that attack. Oh, yeah, 23. Hit. Hit. Uh, nine. That'll take out Demeter. These sharks are no longer a threat. They're just sort of... We're going to say they're neutrally buoyant. These two shark men just hover there. Blood in the water at 20 feet of depth. I guess we're out of initiative. What are we going to do? You're cannonball free. You're swimming. You're close to the trident. You're not quite on the surface yet. As soon as I hit the surface, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. Okay. Uh, There's definitely some commotion as you come to the surface and you cast that and you kind of disappear into the shadows in the ocean and uh, you actually see somebody up on the up on the deck poke their head over and kind of look down and they don't seem to notice you and they continue off everybody we see where the captain's quarters are so who wants to take point xx i think this is your department all right let's go around this way the back i guess i don't know yeah, we're, we're, it's, we're sneaking up into the back. Yeah. Is there, is there like a window or a, or a balcony or something like that that we can climb into? So you're going to climb up from the aft of the ship. Everybody first roll a stealth check with advantage because of the pass without trace. It's plus 10. Yeah. It's just a stealth ah. check plus 10. So stealth plus 10. 21. 21. 18. That'll be 25. As you're swimming over there, positioning yourself to climb up, you're right on, like, climbing up the bottom boards of the ship. Another two sharks pass by, and you deftly avoid them. There seems to be several patrols of two sharks that are passing around in a circle. They do not see you. You are vaguely aware that they might see those two dead sharks in front of them in just a second. We need to go now. We need to go up now. Um, You climb up. There are some windows in the back. They're kind of like uh, foggy glass, like scratched, mottled glass, whatever. You can't quite see in. You can just sort of, it would let light in from the inside. Is there a mechanism to, uh, are they like, can it be opened or are they just glass? No, you don't see any way to open them. It looks like there might be some candlelight or something inside, but you don't see any indications of movement or presence of anyone on the inside there. Shoot. Okay. I say, uh, let's go to the top. Can we climb up to the window? Yeah. 
So it's actually a bunch of really small windows. It's a bunch of maybe like six inch by six inch windows and like a whole like sheet of them. So they're, they look pretty structurally tough. It's also pretty close to sunrise um, in, in, in terms of anybody using the sunrise signal, which is when they were going to create the distraction. Um, you know, they could decide that it's sunrise at, at any moment. So we're trying to make our way to a window that is big enough for us to climb. Through. Yeah, you don't see anything around there other than just going to the top deck. There doesn't seem like there's anything that would open or even a window that you could really break from here. Okay. we got to go to the top and then come in through the door. All right. Well, we'll wait for the distraction then. We'll try to take him out before he get, gets out. So the distraction doesn't happen before you definitely hear those two, the next patrol, find the other two dead sharks and call out to their crew. And you can hear some commotion and people moving in that direction. Go now while they're looking overboard. We go. Everybody go. All right, to the top. Uh, roll those stealth plus tens again. 28. 26. 28. 14. Mm. Everyone's always tripping on something. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Seems to be. A- <laughs> you all like Navy SEAL style, like completely silently hop over the top banister onto the deck completely silently like ninjas and then Tiburon's last just kind of like clunk 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 he's like dripping <laughs> sorry sorry it does not seem to attract any attention for the moment okay we're sneaking you know metal gear solid style we're just gonna you know go from barrel to banister and try to make our way so we can jump right over and hop in the captain's quarters yeah, so what you're at the you're on the top of like the captain's deck on the which poop deck would be that's the yeah, poop deck, uh, which should be where the um, the poop deck the Zach is it's steering the poop wheel. Deck. <laughs> you're on the top of the poop deck. Yes, and that would Yay, be where the you said poop deck. Siri, I'm looking up a ship. I don't even know what word to look up for ship poop. P O O P ship poop. It's also where, like, the steering wheel <laughs> is, and generally where the, the captain and whoever's steering would be. Um, you see somebody kind of looking out towards the sharks. It's not drop-off. You see some other, some other sailors on deck all kind of looking that way. You see all the regular ship stuff. You also get a close look at this, like, main mast, the, the middle mast that has been rebuilt that looks like, looks like it's built of... Solid water, essentially, um, not like ice, but like it looks like it's both solid, but still kind of like flowing inside it at the same time. And with a few um, shafts of light coming in from the sunrise, like the light passes through it and it looks like it's passing through water, but it is still looks extremely solid. Oh, no, that's not cool. Beyond that, on the um, poop deck. No, not on the poop deck. The other side. Four on the four deck in the front, there is something. It's also made of. It's also made of that same magical watery material. It looks like some sort of like extra large cannon with some controls and a like a chair installed. And over there, there's one of the sea elf looking water troops. Of the few troops that are up there, you don't see any of the shark creatures. You see some pirates, and you see like two or three. Soldiers that came through the portal. And about that time, you hear the blowing of Bashir's horn. 
Which is also, it's on the same size as those sharks are, so that is attracting even more attention towards Jaka. As soon as that happens, we're we're jumping over the rail and trying to pirate swing into the captain's quarters. Boom, 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 (laughs) boom. Here we go! Okay, so we'll continue your super stealthy rolls for that. You head down either over the rails or down a staircase, keeping to the shadows, and get down to what should be the entrance to the captain's quarters. There's a door there. Gravely's going to jump over the banister and take an arrow and shove it in the in the rail above the door. Just and just like grab on, so everybody has like a little handhold to be like, you know, just drop down like. Nice. So you're down there. You make it to the door. XX will attempt to open the door. Give like a three, two, one, go. Breach, breach. <laughs> go there. Just on a regular attempting of to open the door, it does not open. It is. Locked. It's time to bust out the thieves' tools. Make a thieves' tools attempt to unlock hand. said door. Yeah, it's sleight of hand. 15. Plus your proficiency, I think. 18. So you fiddle with it a little bit, um, and it seems to be like a very, very high-quality lock. You're not able to get it undone, at least not in the space of time you feel like you have there. I say, Tiburon, kick. <laughs> Tiburon, kick it. Can I uh, can I give Bardic inspiration to Tiburon before he attempts to kick in the door? You're gonna sing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will hear you. It doesn't have to be singing. It could just be some like words of encouragement. The spirit of art. Yeah. You like whisper in his ears. You just whispered uh, the Churchill speech at the end of Dunkirk. Yeah, <laughs> we will fight them on the beaches. <laughs> we will fight them on the land. Never give up. We will never give up. Tiburon, I believe in you. You have got this. You are shocked hot. All right. So what's that bonus? It's a D6. You should just, just sing that heart song, Barracuda. Okay. Tiburon, if you want to kick the door. All right. I'm going to lift up my knee, stretch up my calves a little bit. I'm going to go righty. Don't you fail me now. And then I rear it up <laughs> and I go for the kick. What's the name of your Arrows left leg? Arrows at the ready. That's Jerry. <laughs> uh, I figure this is a strength uh, check. Athletics. Oh, athletics specifically. Whew. All right. So that's a 27. No! No! <laughs> The Dang. door just, like, t- evaporates, right? <laughs> Sparta! So you kick this door hard. It makes a very loud noise. And the door, like, crunches and splinters and kind of, like, busts in a little bit. But doesn't, like, swing open. Doesn't, like, fall open. It's almost like there's another door behind it. It's, like, very much, like, you smashed a piece of wood, but the door didn't really quite open. Who designed this door? Must be one of them double doors. You're definitely going to um, create some commotion that uh, Pass Without Trace is not going to cover with that. But also, at the same time, there's a there's a huge commotion of noise and water behind you on the opposite side from Giaka. And sure enough, the, the like tower of water that forms the Leviathan starts to rise up. Not super close to 
the ship between a one and two hundred feet out. It seems to be if triggered and awoken. That looks bad. That chain that leads to some people turning around and looking at the Leviathan, but you are in the middle and somebody just kicked a door. So some people are definitely noticing you. There's sudden commotion all over the place. <laughs> Let's roll initiative just to take this step at a time. Guys, this might not work out. You think? You all saw that. That was a good kick, though, right? That was a good one. <laughs> that was a kick. good one. Yeah. I, I, it's clearly the door. 17 for XX. 10. 11. 14 for Tiburon. Initiative been rolled. Several sailors are suddenly drawing weapons and coming towards you. You're not quickly seeing drop off on deck. Other things on deck besides that big old water cannon, a bunch of people, a broken door. Um, you see kind of like around mid deck, there's an entrance to like, it looks like lower decks. Who knows what's down there? Crew quarters probably or storage or other ways. You see where the entrance to that is. That's another option. You see the ocean out there. You see the Leviathan out there. Some people use their initiative to move towards you, but XX Bloody Heart, you have a move. Let's assassinate someone before we do anything else. (laughs) Switch to my dagger. We'll take a long way around somebody and give them the old stab stab. So um, you can kind of like hang back, wait for somebody to pass you and try to grab them as as they go. One of the pirates. So... Roll that. It's not a surprise, but they have not gone yet in initiative, so you'll have advantage. Eleven. <laughs> you like you like drop back into the shadows behind a barrel, and you're gonna you see a pirate running towards your friends, and you're gonna jump out, and you just slightly mistime it, so he goes past, and you're like ha, and the dagger just like totally whiffs past them. They don't even notice you're there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Uh, bonus action hide. <laughs> Uh, back in the shadows. Right back yeah. behind the barrel. Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> Next up in initiative is the Bastion. And so uh, upon hearing both the horn and seeing the Leviathan rear up, you're vaguely aware that the Bastion is on its way, kicking forward. So briefly glancing that way, which would be kind of like towards the aft of the ship. The Bastion is on its way and it's making a lot of noise. They're blowing their own some sort of like horn, foghorn, something um, drawing their own attention from the ship, which distracts heavily some of the sailors up there to see that uh, another ship is on approach. You can also see the fiery form of Sindel in Phoenix form is flapping in your direction, but they're pretty far out there. They're kind of just coming in view around the cove, and it's Tiburon's turn. Uh, I guess I take a moment to take stock with everyone and go should I kick it again? <laughs> make a make like an intelligence check for your like kick damage. Okay. <laughs> Assessing the situation. Yeah, 18. From the way from what you can see from the way it crumbled and what seems to be behind it, you're not even totally sure that's a real door that you <laughs> just <laughs> attacked. You're not sure. You might be able to chop through it at all. Like it might just be like a whole series of doors. You're not sure that that's even like a functional entrance the way Got it. Um, it's set up. Okay. Could I... Um, you said there was like a, a sort of entrance to below decks sort of directly in front of us? Like in the in the other direction from the door? Towards the front of the ship. Past Got the it. big water mast. Okay. Got it. Um, towards the front. That looks like there's the entrance to uh, like crew quarters or whatever below decks. Could I sort of 
charge through whoever's coming our way to try and make a clearer a, a, a sort of like straight path for everyone to follow me toward, towards that direction? Um, yes. I would say right now at the very moment, there's no one yet blocking that way. So okay, in so terms of like clearing a path for everybody, it might be more positioning yourself to hold off anybody that tried to block the path. Okay, got it. Well, I'm just going to move to the extent of, you know, within 20-ish, 30 feet and just kind of like position myself like a quarterback or, or like a linebacker and just like ready to go. Okay, I'll say um, you can kind of like get to where... Uh, yeah, get to get get into the path and kind of ready in action to attack anybody that's on their way over there. And then we go to Gravely. How far is it to the cannon, water cannon on the other side? It's probably 60 feet to the canyon and about 40 feet to the entrance to below decks. Okay. There's also, I would say, like in the very middle of the ship, there's kind of like a little building, which is probably where the galley is or something. So you can't quite see everything on deck because there's this little shack in the middle, kind of. Okay. Is there anybody on the cannon, the water cannon? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take a shot, two shots at that dude, that person. Okay. That's a natural 20. Oh. Nice. Hit. Uh, 21. That person who's like seated in this chair and actually already starting to kind of like, kind of like crank something to turn and pivot towards the bastion is hit very badly by an arrow and uh, immediately stops the cranking and just tending their wounds. Wound. They're still alive? Yeah. I'm going to shoot him again. 27 to hit. Also hit. 13 fire damage. <laughs> So as that person reaches down to, like, tend to the arrow that just hit them, they get hit by another arrow, and they fall right over. Slightly. Oh, my wound. <laughs> and then I'm going to... flaming. I'm going to use my movement of 25 feet to run towards the cannon, and then I uh, now have the ability to use my bonus action to dash, uh, which is Fleet of Foot, which is a level 8 uh, ranger thing. So I can run another 25 feet but I can't quite get there, but I'm almost there. <laughs> so you're headed for the cannon? Yeah, I'm running towards the cannon. Okay. Running towards the cannon, baby. All right. You shoot those two arrows. And I and just keep running. I'm like, get the door open. <laughs> zip right past Tiverone. That brings us to the next thing in initiative, which is out there. So uh, the Leviathan is almost fully formed coming up out of the water and then it kind of like continues to raise up out of the water uh, more than it naturally has generally till this kind of like snake like watery dragon like creature is completely lifted out of the water by something coming up underneath it which appears to be like a giant the size of an entire island creature like turtle shell coming up underneath oh, it and so oh my gosh zach what are you doing the leviathan <laughs> continues to raise up on this rising what appears to be a turtle shell hard to identify and uh this is clash of the titans is what's happening right now. 
let's cross over there to where Branch is riding a giant turtle. Whoa! Ooh! Intrigue! Hello, Knights of the World Table. I have two announcements for you today. First, I'm going to tell you a little bit about our friends at the Rolling on Fate podcast. And second, a special announcement about the return of Branch to the podcast. So, first of all, Hey, are you caught up with all the Knights of the Roll Table episodes and you just spend the time in between episodes wondering, I just got to get my D&D podcast fix? Well, you should maybe check out our friends at the Rolling on Fate podcast, but don't take my word for it because here's a little sneak peek of them. Join our adventurers as they discover how strange portals alter Revelheim. Do you hear that, Ainsley? Our Lord Paylor blesses us. I didn't realize you worshipped a salesman. Actually, Marion, I'm pretty sure this is a dad. Rolling on Fate is an actual play D&D podcast. D&D? I love death caps and dish rags. Nurtrude, what's a podcast? It is an interdimensional sonic communication feed, Vanilla. Very simple. Nortrude, are you indicating that we're in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Pelius, did you hear that? I actually had a good one. Pelius? You can find Rolling on Fate every other Wednesday wherever you download podcasts. You mean podcasts. Taylor! A- anyone! I can't see! I I think I'm stuck in one of those podcasts. Rolling on Fate. Come to you with the dice, take us. So check out Rolling on Fate, uh, available wherever you downloaded this podcast. And if you enjoyed the Rolling on Fate podcast, go ahead and drop them a five-star review on iTunes the same way you've already done for us, which we really, really appreciate. Second, our cool announcement about the exciting return of Branch, played by Matt Messerman. So Matt and I, we recorded a substantial amount of kind of like flashback episode of what's been going on with Branch between when we left him on Giaka Island and his sudden reemergence in this episode. And there wasn't quite a good place to drop it in into this episode. So what we are going to do is release it next week as a bonus episode. So usually we're bi-weekly, but next week on Tuesday an, an episode will drop and it'll be probably be marked bonus episode. And what that is, is being able to listen to just a little bit of the backstory of what's been going on with Branch since we left them. So check that out next week. As always, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the music in the show. Thank you to Dungeon Heads, drawn by Chris Daly, for the art of characters in the show. Follow that on Instagram, Twitter, or Discord. And thank you to all of you for listening. So remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure. Branch, it's your turn in initiative. Okay, so what do I see exactly? <laughs> There's a giant leviathan on top of the turtle. Yeah, um, so you are in the turtle. <laughs> All of your friends are tucked away safely underneath the turtle shell. The turtle on its own has risen up, apparently, probably very confusingly, but you have a sense that the turtle's intent was to go out and match the leviathan. I think Branch would would stick his head out so i'll go out and take a look see what's going on you very quickly assess looking up from underneath the turtle shell giant water monster which you've seen from very far away previously now very very close up 
doesn't seem to be much you can do about that. You also see in the distance the Trident, uh, which is actually you probably do recognize as the ship that Dropoff arrived in to offer to rescue you all from the island initially. And you might even see the Bastion on its way, which is the other ship that your friends eventually left on. I'm going to go explore. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, use Wild Shape to turn into a giant octopus. And then I will uh, swim over. He can get 60 feet on a on a swim. I'll swim towards the nearer of the two ships, which I assume is the Trident. So he pops up, takes stock, looks around, turns into an octopus, enters the ocean, and covers about half the distance to the Trident, which is uh, starting to make maneuvers to reorient towards the Bastion. Cool. That'll do it. Then it's Maya's turn. Maya, you just watched this giant turtle cell rise up under the Leviathan. Things are getting complicated quickly. What do you do? So there's sailors on deck attacking us. Yep. And the door does not appear to be opening. Nope. And there's a giant turtle. (laughs) Cool. I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts because I'm excited to use it. And I'm basically just going to do a scan, but I want to see if I can detect any thoughts on the other side of that door, um, specifically for drop-off. And then also the sailors, if maybe any of them has any idea, like, like, oh, I'm glad they're not going to XYZ because that's where the stuff that they need is, or, or just <laughs> anything that would be useful. I'm just trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> All right, so you cast Detect Thoughts, which lets you monitor thoughts of creatures around you, and you use it to scan within 30 feet of you for any creatures you might not be able to see, which will pick up um, most of your party. I guess Gravely is out of that range. Tiburon is close to the edge of it. Um, Several of the pirates are entering it, and you do not detect anyone within 30 feet of the door on the other side of that door. The 30 feet doesn't quite reach, like, all the way. It doesn't eliminate that somebody could be back there. Actually, also below you, below 30 feet below you, you do detect the thoughts of some creature, some humanoid down there. Not in the direction of the captain's crew. Hmm. Yeah, I'll just go ahead then and Bardic Inspiration on, uh, on XX Bloody Heart. Yeah, I do not detect anyone behind the door, but someone is down below. All right, that brings us to Leviathan's turn. Leviathan kind of like flops around and tries to get off this turtle that's coming up underneath it. We're not going to go too much into details of whatever is going on in that craziness over there. And that will bring us back to XX Bloody Heart. Uh, but first, you're going to get attacked by, well, no, XX Bloody Heart is hidden enough. We'll say a pirate makes its way to Tiburon, so uh, it will make an attack. Uh, AC 18, does that hit you? It does. So you take four slashing damage from a scimitar, but you can attack that pirate back if you want. Ah, I shall. <laughs> uh, a six? Mmm, misses. Ah. You can take your whole like attack move, though, so you can do both of your attacks because you were oh, waiting sure. for just this, just such a situation. All right. So you can Let do your second, second attack and your offhand attack. Don't fail me now, Jerry. Oh, eight. <laughs> Still missing. Uh, <laughs> gave him the old one, too. Uh, let's try that offhand attack, then. 
<laughs> a seven. Mm. <laughs> Just nothing. Well, the good news is this uh, pirate that's fighting you isn't fighting somebody else. So you are <laughs> accomplishing the, the whole, like, clear the way to this, like, lower deck situation. Yeah. Also, all of the craziness that happened in the last six, sec- six seconds is substantially distracting everybody everywhere things just crazy things just happened on all sides of this ship the there's still commotion coming from giaka there appear to be two like elemental titans battling out at sea (laughs) there's a ship and a firebird coming from a different direction so like nobody really knows what to think there's a lot of chaos going on the bastion continues to approach and a cannon shot fires from the bastion but um lands well short the uh, Sindel's uh, direction seems to shift towards the elementals. That looks like she's on the way over there and not towards the ship. The ship itself is angling and turning towards try to, to try to like face the bastion. And it is Gravely's turn. Gravely is going to use the, the, his movement to get to the cannon. Okay, and I'm gonna. Uh, he's gonna mount the cannon and um, try to aim it back in the direction of the deck towards the enemy troops. And I would like to try and shoot this cannon. I, what from what I think it does towards uh, the enemies to to sort of take them out or one of them or several of them. I hopefully just. So make an intelligence check to try to deduce how this thing works. You see some things that like look relatively logical and a few controls you don't understand at all. Oh boy. All right. Um, uh, not very smart, but I'll try a 14. All right. So, uh, messing with things and you kind of you at least get to the crank that the operator was cranking in the first place that was already kind of turning it and you can crank that and move it that goes fairly slowly on its own it's going to take some time to position it and then like there's got to be another way to like angle it down or up or down or maybe it doesn't even have a way to point at the deck because that seems unwise um but you're not sure you'd be able to shoot it once it got there, but you can move the thing, which actually has some value in on an intimidation level on its own if you want to try to do that. Would it aim uh, towards the door on the opposite side that we tried to break into? You're not sure if it would go all the way around there. It would be pointed through that little galley shack to do that. It's a big oh. cannon. If you were able to fire it in that direction, all right, I'm just gonna. Maybe. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll keep going. To, so it's like basically just pointing towards the shack as much as I can get it. Rotate, rotate. I'm just using my whole turn to. Yeah. So on your turn, I say you get it like maybe like halfway there. Okay. Ah! Uh, uh. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. That's what I'm doing. All right, octopus branch. A branch will uh, swim towards the ship some more. If I can reach it, then he'll uh, climb up the ship as well. So actually, all you did, you have 60 feet of range? Yep. So you would have, if you, all you were doing was moving, you would have... Oh, because I could have used my action to 
Yeah, you would have dashed. So you covered a good long distance initially, and so definitely with just your movement, you can get to the ship on this turn. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Branch will swim towards the ship and climb up the side as far as he can. Okay, a giant octopus now climbs up onto the deck. Ah! What the heck is going on? <laughs> uh, a turtle, now an octopus, and a bird, and oh my gosh, what's happening? It's been a weird day, even for me. <laughs> so I assume at this point I would see Gravely and Maya, and the other people who I wouldn't know. Yes, you would be closest to Tiburon, so on, depending on which way you looked. Roll perception for taking in the chaos of the ship deck. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a three plus my perception is eight. So you hop on pretty close to Tiburon. You don't notice Gravely trying to operate a water canyon. You don't notice XX Bloody Heart because he is a ghost of the shadows. You do notice Maya. Just kind of looking around, taking it in. Since Maya's focusing on her detect thought spell, she's kind of like just standing there, kind of like vacantly, not really reacting to anything. Because in her mind, she's like feeling around for thoughts. Not exactly like weird. (laughs) Um, And so you do see your friend Maya. Cool. Uh, Does anybody look like they are uh, attacking her? Uh, There's somebody on the way, yes. Go after that person. As an octopus? Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roll what that was looking. So you can, like, amble your way on your eight octopus legs yep. over and get in front of Maya and uh, take on this pirate that's about to attack her. Tentacle attack. Have you ever seen an octopus shuffle across the surface? It is scary. It yeah. is really disturbing. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. This pirate is running full speed towards Maya to attack her because she looks like an easy target. And then this octopus gets in front and definitely like momentum is stopped and they kind of like stumble backwards as you overtake them and tentacle attack. So I got a 24 to hit. <laughs> hit. 10 damage and they are grappled. Yep. He just runs and all of a sudden you just see him go and he like lift up and just bam. Yep. Their escape DC is 16. That would be on their turn? Doesn't say, but I assume. Yeah. And then it says until the grapple ends, the target is restrained. Yeah. So that one on their turn, they can try to escape. You got anything else to do with giant octopus? No. All right. Just the one tentacle attack? Yep. Cool. You don't get like seven more of those? No, I got to use all my tentacles on this one thing. (sighs) All right. Cool. That person seems handled for the moment. Or tentacled. I feel like Maya doesn't even know that the octopus is helping her out at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Maya, you just saw that happened, or maybe you didn't, like, depending on what your, like, detect thoughts <laughs> process is. But it did, right in front of you, and uh, nobody's attacked you yet. She would definitely, upon seeing a giant octopus, see if she could detect any thoughts of the octopus. You do. All right, so that so your action is detecting the thoughts of the octopus, and uh, you definitely detect Branch's thoughts. You can play that conversation out a little bit. Uh, Branch should hold on to this uh, this human so that it does not hurt Lady Fred. And then you just hear uh, Maya out loud go, Branch, is that you? You are, you have grown. I'll wave a tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friends, it is Branch. Branch is here with eight legs and he will help us. All right, that's what you get with your uh, six second <laughs> turn there. Is he X- under the octopus? Where is he? I don't see him. <laughs> XX Bloody Heart, uh, your turn. 
Hang on, can I at least bardic inspiration on branch? <laughs> yes. Thanks. So that's you get a certain number of charges, right? Yeah. All right. I get, so that uh, would be your third. That's my second. That's Maya's turn, and XX Bloody Heart, you're up, and you have bardic inspiration should you need it. All right. Is Tiburon engaged with someone? Yes. All right. I'm gonna sneak up behind him and stabby stab with the short sword. It's not serious. It's only. <laughs> All right, you will get your, because uh, oh. he has an ally, you'll get your sneak attack on that. If you hit, go ahead and, and roll. And it doesn't matter, because I got a critical hit. Oh, Roll all of that stuff that you rolled before. So you're going to do another 8d6 sneak attack damage plus your weapon damage. Oh, my god! I feel like that will go well. <laughs> uh, this it, it keeps coming out even tonight. Uh, 27 plus 13, that's 40. Wow. Whoa, rogues. So this is the pirate tonight. feeling great about himself because uh, Tiburon just missed him three times. And uh, he gets <laughs> stabbed in the back and he goes down. He just looks down. down and sees the point of a sword coming out of his middle. Yep. So that guy's taken care of. You know, though, at least he got to end on a high note, like feeling good about himself. <laughs> he, he just, he's like, dodge, dodge, dodge. Ha ha. Ha both and the falls best. out of out of frame to see XX and he's like, ha I got you, friend. It's both the best six seconds of his life and the worst. Alright, anything else for XX turn? Maybe just use my movement and bonus action to kind of just uh figure out what the heck is going on for a minute. See if I can find drop off, see if I can see if there's any sort of commander on this ship or anybody that's taking that place yeah uh, do a like a wisdom check or like insight how about insight uh right. 18 mm. so yeah you kind of like survey the area look around De- drop offs definitely not on deck and you're kind of like thinking in terms of like sneaking hiding trapping uh preparing for this sort of thing the way you might think um and you think definitely like going down below decks and looking at things from that perspective, potentially trying to take advantage from of a lot of chaos to get down there might be your best shot at figuring things out. Okay, is there like a staircase that goes down? Yeah. An entryway to the down? Yeah, so there's downstairs. a clear path currently. If you are walking towards where Gravely is at this giant cannon before you would get to him, there is like a stairway down to below deck. I will go down there. Okay, so movement-wise, continuing on after taking out this dude, uh, you get to maybe like the top of the stairs. Gravely sees you. It's kind of dark down there. Perfect. Tiburon's turn. All right. Well, now that the person I was engaged with has been brutally murdered <laughs> by being stabbed in the back, I, I guess I'll, I'll make my way over to the, the stairs uh, as well. Okay. Am I close enough that I can start getting down the stairs? Yes. Yeah, because, yeah, that was only part of XX's turn. To continue his movement, you'd have more movement to head down there. Cool, cool. What do I see? Dark down there. So um, there might be details you don't pick out because you don't have, if you're just a regular human without dark vision. Looks like bunks. Looks like this is kind of the crew quarters. Looks like behind you, like underneath gravely, maybe there's, you know, storage room or something. There's like a door that way. There's a bunch of bunks. Most of them are empty. There seems to be uh, one person on kind of like one of the farthest bunks from you, but because your eyes are adjusting, you can't quite see much about that. They don't seem to be moving. They don't seem to be moving or acting to your presence. And then beyond that, there's the, there's a door, which would be towards, like, underneath the captain's quarters. 
what you're assuming are the captain's quarters anyway. Well, I'm going to head that way, however much movement I have left. So you get a little ways into the bunks, waiting for your eyes to adjust gravely. Uh, so Gravely's going to hop off of the cannon and um, kind of jump down to where the XX is. And- Actually, if you want if you want to make like a intelligence check on your way out to kind of survey things I'm again, you I'm hoping to can. disable it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, 19. So you don't really know how things work, but you feel like uh, an electrical arrow wouldn't help it to operate better. Yeah, I'll, I'll just... I'll shoot an electrical arrow into the... As I'm walking away to get a little bit of distance, I'll, I'll just... Yeah, so you hit it with that electrical arrow, and you see the electricity go into it, and a lot of the like controls jostle, and you actually see like the electricity kind of like continue to pulse through it a little bit since it's a little bit translucent it seems to be made of this weird water substance you can actually see like electricity like wreaking some havoc inside of it all right i'll continue to to head towards the stairs and down the stairs okay bonus action dash down the stairs you get down there and you see you do have dark vision right yep as i pass xx at the top of the stairs i'm gonna say like get maya uh the octopus is actually branch he's an ally so you get down there, can see more. So you basically see XX at the top of the stairs on his way in uh, Tivro and sort of like standing in the middle of the deck, squinting at um, what's further on. You have a better view of the bunks and the doors and everything. And this figure that's kind of like huddled up in one of the bunks looks to have like bandages and be kind of like wrapped up and injured and currently not moving. I see this guy uh, in, in, he's in a bunk? Yeah. And he's a lower bunk though. Wrapped up and banded? Yes. He looks to have been uh, severely injured. Uh, I'll I'll say Tiburon, wait! There's somebody down there. It might be a trap and I'll kind of hold my arrow. Okay. So then we'll go back to Branch. Uh, I'd like to throw the pirate off the ship. Okay. Out of the I, I don't even know what I would roll for that. <laughs> Let's say yes. All right. So I think that's just that's just a strength, right? This is the classic question of uh, is uh, is he an improvised weapon or is he like an object? <laughs> We're going to say roll athletics. All right. Well, I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> Woo. Woo. That's a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yep. Eight Which way do you want to throw him? Do you want to throw him towards the Leviathan and the Turtle? Do you want to throw him towards Gianca? What's your What's your pleasure? Uh, whichever is the closer railing of the ship is which way he would throw. All so. right. So that would be like over your octopus version of his shoulder, over Maya's head, out into the water pretty far. Toss, splash. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what we'll do. Then if there's any other evil-looking folk, Branch will position himself in between them and anyone that he knows. So the only person you're seeing right now is Maya, who just said hello to you. You do have some movement, which if you... Maya, you're next. So if you want to collaborate, discuss, move along, you can do that. So we'll say it's Maya's turn, but you have some movement left. Branch has some movement left. Okay. I'll follow her if she goes somewhere. How many pir- or pirate people are left? None are immediately attacking you. There's a bunch around. There's a lot of people making... Do I see any way to get downstairs? Follow people? Yeah, you can just run that way. XX Bloody Heart just went that way. Everybody I will went that follow. Way. I'm going to follow him. Okay. And Branch follows after her. Okay. 
I will follow him. So you run that way. XX Bloody Heart would be like turning towards you right as you head that way. And the giant octopus <laughs> would follow Maya, bringing up the rear. And so you're all basically grouped up there at the top of the stairs. There seems to be nobody who's really looking directly at you. And uh, your 30 feet of just movement wouldn't quite get you to the stairs. But when you, as you run that way, you see XX, XX Bloody Heart at the top of the stairs. He was just told to go and get you, so he's probably already looking at you as you come down the way, followed by a giant octopus. That's okay. what you see. And I would say, what are you looking for? And I will take the dash action and push past him to get down the stairs. You get there. Branch, um, the octopus has a lot more. But what's the octopus? Is the octopus land and swim speed the same? No, his, uh, his land speed is much slower. It's only 10. Oh, okay. Um, so the octopus doesn't quite get that far, is uh, bringing up the rear. It's probably kind of like a side on the side of the galley. Um, XX Bloody Heart sees giant octopus. That's a thing. You guys see that too, right? I mean, <laughs> that's not just me. XX Bloody Heart, it's your turn. As much? We know we, we like Branch. Yes, he's a friend. <laughs> yeah, they have not been acquainted. That doesn't mean right. anything. He doesn't even know that Branch is a person and not a branch. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go deeper into this show. <laughs> yeah, XX is going to be looking for anything to, like, sabotage, start a fire, make a Molotov cocktail, anything that's going to do some some real chaos to the ship. Like before you go down or once you go down? Oh, let's go down. Yeah, we'll be under into the deck and then assess how to make things crazy. You uh, go down there and take stock of things. Um, you don't see anything. Well, there's probably like some lanterns and things around. They probably have some lantern oil if you wanted to wreak some havoc with that. You also kind of size up. Um, you could pull the doors. There's like kind of hatches, the hatches that would be battened down in a storm at the top of the stairway. You could pull clothes and probably like barricade in some way. So it would be hard to follow all of you if you wanted to. I'll pull it closed, but not try and lock it or anything just to so that we know if someone comes up behind. And then, yeah, I'll grab a lantern and have it in my hand and then continue walking with the group, I guess. We should just all go together. So everybody's in except for the giant octopus, which uh, is apparently named Branch. So you would Okay, I'll kind of hold it and wait for him. Be like, okay, come on, dude, let's go. (laughs) So you run down, grab a lantern, and then go up and wait at the hatch for the octopus. Creature, we'll just fast forward a little bit and say uh, the octopus makes its way in and you pull things down and we'll come out of initiative down there. Um, so you want to barricade the doors after he makes it in? Yeah, if there's a simple way to latch it or mm-hmm. close it. Yeah, yep. there's like a yeah, there's a, a lock basically you can jam through there. Cool. Then I'll do that and then uh, turn to everybody and be like, okay, now what the heck do we do? <laughs> Well, first of all, uh, XX Bloody Heart, this is Branch. Uh, he's normally a goblin, but now he's an octopus. Um, okay, cool. Great. I guess. Uh, so I think, well, I think, you know, we have to inspect the rest of the ship. And did, Maya, did, did you figure out if Drop-Off was down here? Uh, someone was, but I don't know who. Well, that's nice and mysterious. Okay, well. You hear the figure in the corner go, uh, What? Who is that? Go check it out. Okay. I'll, I'll go check it out. So that came from the, the um, injured injured person in the bunk. 
which I still have my detect thoughts. It's good for one minute. I'm assuming it's we've only had three rounds of initiative, so I'm assuming it's still good. Yeah, at least one or two. Okay. Would have technically ten feet at a time. Branch would have technically taken a couple of turns to make it down there, but you're towards the end of that. Um, one last. Do I read anything on his thoughts? Is it anybody's voice that I would know? Yeah, uh, uh, the person is thinking kind of hazily, like maybe they're medicated or something, or just waking up, or maybe both. Uh, but you are pretty sure you recognize uh, the thoughts of Bashir. Gravely, <gasps> he is not at a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure that down here is Bashir. Oh, my spider sense would have gone off if I if, if I had uh, seen or smelled or caught whiff of him sorry my uh favorite enemy well we'll say because he was like completely like incapacitated and just laying there and not acting at all bashiri that like that didn't trigger you immediately but when she says it you like you know right away that like oh my gosh it totally is okay i go over to him and i'll say i'm sorry i had to shoot you but you have a chance to redeem yourself where is captain drop off so Bashir, like, kind of, like, rolls over and blinks, and his, like, arms in a sling, and there's, like, bloody bandages around. Looks like he's got uh, some severe wounds in his front and his back, and uh, he's got, like, some bandages around his head, and he definitely looks kind of medicated, and he's like, oh, oh, it's you. Where is he? Hey, where is he? Huh? Where's the captain? Oh. Hey, it's Gravely. How you doing? Bashir? Welcome to the... Yes, the this place. is you. This you is know your you? special time where you get to tell me in your dream where the captain is. And then uh, we'll we'll play Dreadx together like we used to. You can make fun of me and... All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm woozy. I'm not dumb. Listen, you Gravely, you're... You're all right. You really grow in, grew into that, that little body there. Uh, what? <laughs> you used to be so all, you know, like you used to be like even smaller than your, but you know what I mean? Like you were all like, oh, I don't want to Oh, teach me the ways. And now you're like a, like a ranger. You got like the stuff. You totally shot me like a lot. Like. I used to be way better than you, and now you're you just You treated like me this terribly. Guy. You used to... Yeah. You beat me up and make fun of me, you and your goon friends, and... Do you know what that did to me? Do you know what, what kind of scars I had to carry for years? Gravely, I'm very happy that you are having conversations to explore your past traumas, but we are in a little bit of a hurry. I know I'm working on it. Hey. Where's the captain? Hey. That guy, uh, you, uh, Cloaky, Cloaky McEdgelord over there, pointing at XX Playheart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, uh, is there any chance that after I passed out, you, uh, stabbed me? Yeah, probably. Because I got, look, I remember this one <laughs> pointing to an arrow wound. I remember this one. I'm pretty sure this one was new. Is that you? Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to experience like it again? Guys. No, 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 no. Listen. 
Are you sure? Listen, this gravely, please let me stab this guy again. No, hold on, don't, don't, not yet. This drop-off guy is bad news. I've been trying to figure it out. I don't quite all have the pieces. He's something part of like a, a it's a like bigger than him. Uh, like a, they call themselves the Platinum Syndicate. They have these little coins. I, uh, I stole his, but I can't find it now. Hey, wait, you guys probably have it, right? You got, also, do you have my bow? I'm going to need, that was a really nice bow. That was my dad's bow. I have it. Uh, can, I, can I have that? Can it's have that back, back at the camp. All right, well, I'll, we'll just pick that up If later. you live Listen. through this, I'll give it back to you. But what? But tell us, where is he on the ship? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at my cloak's right over there. Uh, so he points to, like, a cloak that's hanging out. Go through the, get it out of the pocket. Okay, yeah, look in the pocket. And there's a key in there. All right, that's the key to this door over here. All right, you need the key. He's really good at, like, traps and stuff. And so I, I swiped that with the coin. That should open that, that door over there. I've never been uh, past it yet. Once you go in there, I mean, he has an alarm spell up on that door on the top. So who knows what he's got set on this door here. But So be careful. But he definitely he, he goes in there. He went in there, and he hasn't come out of there, so he's got to be in there. But listen, sometimes he goes in there for, like, a long time. I don't know what he does in there, but... That's creepy. You all, good luck. Why are you betraying him? I thought you worked for him. No, I've, I've been trying to figure out what he was doing, and let me tell you, it's no, something good. I don't know. It's not but, good. So we're supposed to believe that you are a good guy this whole time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't don't get crazy on me. No, I'm just, I'm just looking for my angles, and... Uh, do I, do I believe him? Roll an insight check. 22. Yeah, you do believe him. It's surprising. <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't mean that he's, you know, it doesn't translate into good guy. But, like, he definitely seems to have been working his way onto this crew as more of an infiltrator than a loyal subject. Maya, he's telling the truth. Yeah. So I take the key. I give it to XX. And I say, can you disarm an alarm spell? Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. The alarm spell was up on the on the top deck door. It's not oh. even a real door. It's a false one. So uh, if you guys mess with that at all, he probably already knows you're gone. Yeah, he already knows. Let's unlock the door. Everybody ready? All right, let's kill Bashir and get... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, huh? let, him, let him be. I'd really appreciate it if you didn't. I've had kind of a rough time. I know, so let's end your suffering. No, uh, Maybe we could do like a duel later. That'd be cool, right? Just, I would be more than happy to duel you. All right, you're on, buddy. Ah, okay. I'm going to take a nap. And he passes out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I stab him in his I stop him from... I hold his arm, right? He's like, stop. <laughs> not right now. A tentacle, a tentacle whips out and grabs XX's oh, come arm. Come on, I'm on a roll. All God, right. I've killed like three people, like one shot. It's been great this time, you guys. It's been All awesome. Right. I, I go and unlock the door. Okay, let's go. So using the key that he gave you, the door clicks. First you hear a little like... Uh, like an extra thing besides the lock seems to like undo itself. And then the regular lock clicks open and the door creaks open. Drop off. Come out. If you know what's good for you, we have the ship surrounded. I do not think he is here. So what you're looking at when the door opens is um, not quite the captain's quarters. You're in kind of like a corridor. There's another door on the other end. 
there are seven tanks and one spot where there could be a tank, but instead there's like a work area. And the tanks, they're actually really terrariums because they're, they don't have water in them. They have four of them look like they have very large snakes in them. Three of them appear to be empty. And then there's also this little workspace that has some glass vials and equipment on it. And then on the far other end of this corridor, there is another door. Can I figure out what this area is f- used for? Yeah, roll. Yeah, investigation is good. Uh, it's a nine. This appears to be the snake keeping room. Yeah. As evidenced by the snakes. All right, there's a bunch of snakes in here. Um, nope, nobody touch anything. Let's keep going. Yeah, this is bad guy uh, headquarters right here. <laughs> very, very clearly the bad guy. I like snakes. As you walk in and one of them like hisses at Maya and like lunges at the glass and like hits it and has this like slobber on the glass a little bit because it tried to strike you. I don't think they like me, but I still think they are very cool. All right, keep going. Um, so moving into this room, the like Willow workstation on the end has various equipment and uh, like glass vials and things one of what has one glass vial that appears to have some sort of liquid in it i take it um actually xx bloody heart go ahead and make an investigation check for checking out that oh, glass vial because you have a little yeah. sense of like hey wait a minute i know what's going on here investigation okay uh investigation plus proficiency because i believe you have proficiency in poisoners kits 10 so you recognize, I think as your like assassin skill, you get proficiency in poisoner's kits. So that's what you would use for this investigation check, So which would make mm. it like a 13 or something. Perfect. Yeah, you check that. You look at that glass vial, and it looks like a pretty, well, actually, an easily deduced that this is, oh, there's a specific poison that it is that is extracted from giant venomous snakes. It has a D&D name. It's like venom. Snake, Snake venom poison. Poison, yes, it is. Yeah. So, and you're fairly familiar with this. It's a pretty potent poison. Um, it does. It creates. Uh, it allows you to poison a weapon or three projectiles. A weapon would have three strikes, or three different projectiles would be able to poison, and they would add three d six damage, poison damage to their attacks. Is that what I think is in that vial? Yes. I say, uh, ooh, I will uh, take this. Uh, please. All right. Please and thank you. Take it. This will be handy, and I'll put it on my dagger appropriately. Apply it to your dagger right away? Yes. All right, so your next three strikes with the dagger would have that poison, extra poison damage. Great, let's keep moving. How how much was that? 3d6. On a crit, (laughs) 66. On a crit with sneak attack, uh, (laughs) 13d6? 14d6? Yeah. (laughs) So that would be cool. Keep it going, baby. All right. So then, I mean, if you're going to keep going, you could pass these like angry looking snakes and um, get to the other door on the other side of this corridor. Is it locked? Yes, it is. How would you want to check that? Roll dexterity for checking that it's locked. Slide of hand. Just dexterity. 20. Uh, yeah, it's locked. Uh, uh, XX, can you try to pick well, this lock? Try, try the key again. Um, I'll try the same key, I guess. So you put that key in there and you click it to the side and you hear several clicks and the um, the front plates of all the terrariums fall open. Roll initiative. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Why did it have to be snakes? Ha <laughs> ha.
Hey, this is Chris. And Lance. Asking you to check out our new podcast, Comic Book Keepers. Join us as we delve deep into comic lore to uncover the history behind a wide variety of comic book characters. Doesn't make sense, but it sounds awesome. (laughs) It's comic physics. Each episode will feature one hero, villain, team, or ensemble, and break down what makes these heroes super. We'll give you recommendations on what storylines to read. If you're going to read one Joker story, this might be it. Explain how characters were created. And the publisher said it was the worst thing he had ever heard. Discuss adaptations, costumes, and answer comic fandom's what-if questions. If we were to make a new turtle, what would they look like? And of course, the important question, what color would their headband be? Yeah, and spoiler alert, these conversations can get pretty nerdy. He can't die. He's basically Highlander that can fly, you know, with like huge muscles. And he's been around so long, and he was Abraham Lincoln. He was like, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> this is Comic Book Keepers.